Welcome to Hard Home Community's most recent Baldwinsville Community Update. I'm your host, Shelly Hoffman. Hey everybody, I am here with our mayor and I'm excited to hear what's been happening in Baldwinsville because as you know, sir, I've been in Tennessee, so I haven't I haven't been here. I haven't been scoping out the village for the last week or so. So how are you? Good. You probably had to go to Tennessee where it was probably cooler than here. It was. <laughs> wow. We had it, we were hot. Um, yeah, things are um, things are really bubbling. I mean, I thought it was great news yesterday to hear the governor say that if we hit 70% vaccination rate and we're at about 66 and a half, that all restrictions will be lifted. Yeah. He's envisioning maybe the 4th of July will be the time for that to happen. Um, so I'm sure <clears throat> a lot of people got to be pretty excited to hear that. Um, yeah. You know, we've had a lot, a lot of things opening up, but but still with some restrictions in most cases. And it, it's just kind of burdensome for everything you plan. You have to say, can we have 20 people? Can we have 40 people? Do we have to wear masks? You know, do we have to be vaccinated? Uh, puts a lot of pressure on event planners. Um, this will take some of that off people. And then we just got to hope and pray that, you know, the, it works that the infection rate doesn't come bouncing back up. Um, but next week is a is a pretty big week for us. Tuesday is the opening of um, the farmers market. Yeah. At the square at three o'clock on Tuesday from three to seven. I talked to Nick Sanford this morning. It's all fired up, um, ready to go. Um, said he's been down measuring. You know around the edge of the square as far as vendors and um you know he'll have his his wood fire pizza which is worth going down there for yes um so he's he's pretty pumped up um he's going to get in touch with chuck mcauliffe and make sure any last details as far as the square are worked out but for people you know there are picnic tables down there there's benches uh people want to go down and spend an hour uh take a look at some produce or walk around and then just sit and Enjoy. You can see the river. Uh, it's a nice. It's a nice place, and and uh, I'm glad Nick is involved. I I told him that I have mentioned his name to a few people, who I didn't know would know him, and they went, "Oh, you're 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 great. If you got Nick, he's terrific." Yeah. So he was very happy to hear that he had some respect in the out there in the world, and uh, it made me feel good to hear that people thought we were in good hands. And I know he's been working with the Samurais to get things you know, using their expertise or organization. So that's on Tuesday. Um, Wednesday on the island is the first day of the uh, yoga, free yoga classes. It's 4.30 to 5.30 on the island. Um, there are a few stipulations that I want to make sure people are aware of. You just can't wander out there and take part. Um, you have to call and, and just tell them you're going to be coming because I think they want to have an idea of numbers. And, you know, they're still <clears throat> worried about a little bit of distancing. You know, it's a difference if you're going to have 12 people or 65. And so right. if you go on the village Facebook site, there's a link to the yoga. And you go on and you can sign on and tell them you're coming. Or you can check with Village Hall. I'm sure they have the number for Kevin McMahon, who is the uh, instructor slash teacher. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they're going to have some guest instructors come in every week. And uh, it's going to be a nice variety of things. There's no charge, but they would accept donations. Right. Um, bring your own mat and a towel, drink of water type thing. Um, they will distance. 
wear loose clothing because it's probably going to be hot out on the island. And they're even suggesting bringing suntan lotion if you're likely to burn because you will be out in the open. So that's exciting on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, uh, for the seniors, there's going to be a, a concert at uh, Canton Woods. Let me see if I can find the, the exact details. Um, it's going to be Rock Shadows. They're a classic rock and roll band. And they'll be at the gazebo on the 17th at 2 o'clock with a rain date of the following Thursday. And that's for seniors. There's no charge. Bring a lawn chair. Bring a mask. They'll ask you to distance, and it's very easy because it's a big lawn area. You can spread out and hear everything. I'm sure if this is a rock band, um, they will. you don't need to be five feet away to, to hear them. You probably hear them at the four corners. Um, but I can sit in my yard, Mayor, and listen. Yeah, you there go, right at the pool, and you can have your own music. That's right. So that's a nice event. Um, it's, it's geared to seniors, I'm sure, if somebody stopped over. Nobody's going to check your age to see if you're too old, but you know, if you're close to being a senior, it's a nice event and it gets people out of the house and it's outdoors. And um, so they're trying to have the concerts and keep people happy. Um, the senior center has <clears throat> really opened up quite a bit. Uh, I went over yesterday to drop off something and they were playing pitch. Oh, so nice. They've gotten back to playing some cards or only three or four tables of pitch players, but that's better than the zero that we've yeah. had. Um, they're back playing pool. One of the restrictions they have right now is they're not letting people come in like to sit and watch the pool players. They used to do that and people would sit along the side and tease people and they joke. And because some people don't really like to play pool, but they like to be around the people that are. And, and they, that's they like to heckle they, them, Mayor. That's yeah, what they like to do. They like to heckle them. I guess is the, is the uh, Yiddish term for it, but um, yeah, it's fun to watch them when they pick on each other. And uh, so that's not happening yet. But every week, it seems like we're taking another step. Um, and I know that uh, the only restriction that they ask, main restriction they ask for is that you, if you have to be vaccinated, if you've been vaccinated and can prove it, you don't have to wear a mask in the building. If you can't prove it or you haven't been vaccinated, you have to wear a mask while you're there. It's not terrible. And uh, that may may end. I'm guessing that places like senior centers will be the last ones to drop those restrictions based right. on what the state and the county think. Yep. So uh, they are doing uh, quite a bit of outdoor stuff still. And they've just decided that the outdoor works in a lot of cases. Um, the Tai Chi, you know, what the heck? I mean, it's, you don't need a building. They're out in the parking lot, and the, the master or whatever, whatever they call the Tai Chi instructor, he wears his, you know, his uh, costume that goes with the Tai Chi, and he's barefoot, and they have the sticks, and they, it's pretty cool to watch. Um, and they're also um, falls prevention. You use a chair, and they have you trying to strengthen your your core of your body to, so you're less likely to fall. You know, the the art group actually I think has enjoyed the outdoors more than they did it did indoors yeah. in the past. It's because it's nice out, you know, and you're more creative when you're outside. There's no phones ringing, uh, people yakking in the background and stuff. So everything has to have a proof of vaccination and any of the events that you want to take part in, which you can find out by calling the center, you have to reserve a time. They don't want people just to wander in the door 
And I came over to see if I could play cards. Um, all the tables are full, don't have room. Call me, maybe the next time we play cards, you can get signed up, get enough people at a table type thing. Um, the village website and, and our Facebook site will have some updates as things go along. Um, they are also gonna have farmer's market coupons um, expected sometime in July, but you can call the center starting June 28th and to sign up to get notified when the plan goes into effect. So you get some coupons when you go to the farmer's market and buy produce, you get a discount. And will that, will they be able to use them at our farmer's market? Um, I'm assuming, but I don't know. Um, okay. And didn't think to ask Nick today and I don't even know, he hasn't done this before, so he probably didn't even know there's such a thing as a coupon. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll get that straightened out. Uh, just remember too, for seniors, Nancy Sullivan, who is our outreach worker, is available Monday through Friday at the center from nine to three. And she can get you information on anything you need, people you need to talk to. And right now she's talking to people about heap cooling assistance programs. Um, so if you have an air conditioner in your apartment and so your electric bill is gonna go up, you can get help from heap, which is the, the heating program in the wintertime, but now they've extended it to air conditioning in the summertime. So if you have an air conditioner and you obviously they'll probably track your electric bill and say, you you know, it was $8 every month. And then when you had air conditioning, it was 11. So we'll get you three bucks to help pay for it. That those numbers I just made up. I, I, I want to move into your house, Mayor, if that's all your AC costs. Yeah, I just use small numbers. Um, and also the senior lunch program continues. It's a grab and go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, call for reservations, call in advance. Don't call on Friday for Friday. Um, but like call Wednesday, if you want to lunch on Friday, uh, let's see if there's anything else that I ought to put on here. Nope. I think that's it for the senior center. Um, if you're interested in reserving gazebos or pavilions in our parks, call Village Hall and our clerks will set you up and with an explanation of the rules and you know how much it costs, it's pretty inexpensive. <clears throat> and it's nice being at the parks because you're by the river. So if you're having a birthday party or reunion, which I'm hoping our class is gonna have sometime this summer, um, those things come in nice and handy. Um, by the way, the uh, the uh, yoga class goes from June 16th through September 29th. Okay. So it's a long time. And even if you're going to go away on vacation, you're still going to get a lot of time in when you're here. So um, let me see. Codes. Greg points out signs. Um, whether people start putting up election signs, the say no to warehouse signs, they all have to be 10 feet from the road or behind the sidewalk and only can be up for 30 days. Um, people kind of forget that. And, and typically this time of year, we're not worried about it too much, but um, there are the warehouse signs are popping up different places and uh, election signs, you know, there, there may be some early primary type stuff. Uh, so just keep in mind that the signs can't be up all summer long. Um, and if you have a problem, call the codes office. And again, all of our offices are, um, people are there all day, eight to four. Um, our DPW has been particularly busy. Um, 
we just probably had the most ambitious paving program we've ever had. When we got some extra money from the state on our CHIPS program and on our Pave New York program, we got some of our money back from the past year's CHIP. The state kept 20%. Now they've given it all back to everybody. So we did Tappan and Downer Streets, the two main streets on the south side. Uh, we also that was fun, by the way, Mayor. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so I'll answer, <clears throat> I'll answer one question. Let okay. me take another drink. Somebody said, why do you do them at the same time? Well, because the paving company has, if you saw the equipment they have, it's big stuff. It is. <clears throat> so if they come in and do Tappan Street and say, okay, we'll wait till it's paved before we go do Downer Street, they're not going to stay here. They're going to go somewhere else where they got work in the meantime. So that's going to cost more money because they have to move their equipment. Um, if they can do it consecutively, it cuts, you know, it's significant savings to be able to go from Tappan to Downer to Seneca, uh, Lower Downer. You know, we got quite a bit done. I think most of the people who lived in that area did pretty good with it. It's people who came from other areas cutting through and yep. suddenly ran into it because I know that Chuck said he worked with the, the uh, funeral home. They had a funeral. How are we going to get everybody in and out? Chuck said, when's your funeral? We'll get them in. We'll get them out. And they got them down to Canton Street and they turned and headed to wherever they had to go. No problems. Um, there was somebody had a major doctor's appointment. Chuck said, what time? He said, I'll be here to get you out. He said, we got them out and let them you know, get outside the area and get to his doctor's appointment. So that all the people who lived there were notified ahead of time with a, with a we stuck letters in everybody's door type yeah. thing. It's people who don't live over there who were cutting through, who got caught. And um, it's unfortunate that people don't understand. You know, I saw a lot of comments on Facebook complaining, and I saw a lot of people on Facebook saying, does anybody ever not complain? You complained about how bad the streets were. Now they're fixing them, and you're complaining that they're fixing them. Um, you know, it, it's nice to see some cool heads just kind of come in and go, come on, folks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, well, you know, I always say, say, Mayor, I mean, you have to pay attention. You're the mayor. I look at that stuff, and I just think, what what's the next thing on my agenda to do? What else do yeah. I have to do? But, I, you know, as I, you know, I zip around this village all the time and you're if you're from here you kind of know um you know if you see something happening it's happening on down or you can go down tap and if it's happening on tap and you can bypass it go down or go to the next one but you know when it is both of them like you have to stop and think that um it did you know if, if you put two and two together you know it's going to be less expensive to do both at the same time so your explanation makes perfect sense and i'm sure you know anybody that was complaining the light bulb just went off if it didn't go off before but um, we have a tendency in our society to run late and then we think it's everybody else's fault that we didn't get there on time. And I'm as guilty as the next person, yeah, you know? Me me so too. when you're running late and that happens, you're like, oh my goodness. But at the end of the day, if we would do what our parents told us, which is you should be 10 to 15 minutes early for whatever your appointment is, those little hiccups wouldn't be such an inconvenience. But our society, we're always running, you know, every we did, way. We did notify the schools, the ambulance corps, you know, the police department, everybody in that realm knew that there was going to be an issue over there so that the school buses, you know, I'm guessing, tried to figure, let's get in and out. Um, you know, 
I don't know if there was any problem. We didn't hear anything from the school. Um, obviously, whatever, if an ambulance has to get through or a fire truck, provisions would be made to move things out of the way and let them go through. Um, but, but as Chuck McAuliffe said to me, we could do that in four days or we could do it in three weeks. Right. So that would something would be tied up forever. You know, for three weeks, or some place would be tied up. This way was done in four days, basically. We did have a little side street work on, on Monday. It had to get taken care of. Um, but other than that, um, the main thoroughfares were open. And uh, beautiful riding on them. <coughs> I appreciate all the hard work Chuck put into it. And, uh, you know, our guys were tied up over there for the whole time. They, not everybody, but a lot of them were, you know, blocking side streets and, and doing some work. They work with the crew that does the paving on uh, a little side work, uh, none of the main stuff. So we were we were involved, and uh, I know Chuck was very proud um, that so much got done fairly quickly. Um, you know, so we've already done our sidewalks for the year. Our roads are done for the year. Uh, you know, now we can just do everyday work, which includes replacing water meters. So if somebody gets a call or a note, Please call the DPW to schedule a time we can change your meter. Please do that. Um, again, if you're sensitive to the COVID, and, and I totally understand it because we our household is concerned about it. You know, uh, my wife cannot get a vaccination per her doctor's orders. Mm -hmm. So we're a little slower getting out and doing things than other people. And I understand people say, I don't want strangers in my house coughing on me or, you know, getting me sick. We'll wear masks. You wear masks. Get, they'll go right to your basement, get it done, and get out. They don't need to be in you know the rest of your house. Uh, you know, you can open the door, get out of the way, tell them there's the door to the basement. They can figure out where the meter is when they get down there. And uh, the more we get changed, the better it is for the village and the better it is for the homeowner because he's now going to get a true record of his usage, which in a lot of cases is probably registering as more than what they're using. Yeah. So. Um, Let's get those meters changed, help the DPW out a little bit. Um, we did um, we did sign on our, a new engineering crew and they're already fast at work. Um, we had a very nice Memorial Day ceremony. Um, I know people probably were disappointed that it wasn't made more public. I think I, I, we didn't have anything to do with it. The village does not run that. Um, that was a VFW, American Legion. It was very well done. Um, they started at the uh, post office because there's a uh, memorial there. Yep. We went to the bridge, dropped, they dropped a wreath of flowers into the river, which is always very touching. Went to St. Mary's Cemetery and had a ceremony at their monument. And then we went to Riverview and had a ceremony there. In each place, a wreath was placed at the flagpole. Um, there were prayers said, there were the, the head of the uh, Gary Brown from the VFW does a great job and he did the speaking basically. Um, and it was considering there was no parade and that type of thing. It was, it was at more than adequate. It was very well done <clears throat> tastefully. And I think it was, uh, I'm glad we didn't miss out on that um, because of the COVID. Yeah. Uh, so that worked out nice. Um, there were some people that followed us when they realized what was happening, small group. Um, but it was a beautiful day. 
to be out there uh, watching those flags wave and seeing the flowers on the, and flags all over the cemetery and stuff. Uh, Ballinsville always remembers its its fallen veterans, and uh, we was no no different this year. And so hats off to the the uh, two veterans organizations for doing a great job. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else from DPW. Uh, look great with the flags hanging on the poles and the flowers, and uh, nice. they're working hard to keep the village looking great. Um, I think that's about all I got. Uh, but it's been pretty busy. Um, we are working on if you may have noticed, we have some of those street markers for the crosswalks yes. you know, that sit out on the yellow line. And I put something on Facebook the other day. I came, I was coming north on Syracuse Street to and coming to the bridge. And I saw the sign, and as I was right in front of the Red Mill Inn, people were stopping, coming this way, go heading south, even though nobody was crossing. So it's getting their attention. That, yeah. that was the desired effect was that the ones that are over on the side that say crossing, people have gotten so used to them, they don't even pay attention that the, if there's a light blinking. We are still working on putting the lights. They'll be almost like a police car um, light bar, the lights will flash like crazy to tell people that somebody has hit the button to cross. Um, we're still waiting to find out if the state's going to take care of that for us or how that's going to happen, but we are working on it so that our little eight-year-old hero who has fought for safe crosswalks, hopefully it'll be, she'll be uh, pleased with what we've done. We Two of the three major crosswalks have those uh, in the road signs and we're working on getting the third one taken care of. And then we still have the crosswalk at the school by the smoker's path. Yeah. Um, I have to say, many times I've come up that street and I, I see kids, so I slow down. But that, a lot of times those kids don't even look. They just yeah. assume people are going to stop for them and they just step out and walk. And if you, if you get anywhere close, you know, they give you that look like this is our crosswalk. Um, People have to be a little bit careful. I mean, it's they're supposed to stop, but if they don't, right? I, we had that conversation in uh, actually in, in Tennessee because we went to Broadway uh, in the daytime. Now that's interesting because the crosswalk there, every car stops, and you can walk this way, you can walk this way, and you can walk diagonal because there's no cars moving when they say crosswalks can go. Which obviously that's a tourist attraction or whatever, but. Um, but we were walking, we got out of all the hubbub of it where crosswalks went back to normal. And my daughter just, there was a crosswalk. She started walking and, you know, and she's, she's 16 and, you know, and I, and I yanked her back and I'm like, what are you doing? And you know what I mean? But you get in that mindset, there's a crosswalk, cars are supposed to stop, but they, they do not always, you know, always stop. But, yeah. but, well, it, and sometimes, you know, if, if, if a driver has something else in their mind, they see it, you, you see him hit that. I've seen it at the library a couple of times, the one in front of the library where they end up hitting their brakes pretty good because, and then they let the person cross. The person may not be standing out in the road, but they see them standing on off the curb, right? And then they let them go, so. And some people are good at that. I, I try, if I see somebody that I think looks like they're trying to cross, I'll mm -hmm. slow down and like point, and then they nod and we'll walk. But you see them looking the other way to make sure people coming the other way are gonna stop. And, yeah. and that's the way you should do it. Um, hope that you, you do have the right of way but sometimes the right away could get you hurt if you don't pay attention. Right. So 
that, Just that's, like driving. that's getting straight. And I appreciate all the work that, that Chief Leffenchuk has put in on that. Um, can't think of anything else to go with. Um, I know the lacrosse team is number one seeded in the sectionals. They start tomorrow night in the sectionals. So good luck to Matt Wilcox and his crew. Um, baseball teams doing, they won their division in, in the uh, local league. So we had a good spring. Uh, I, I don't know how some of the others are doing because I'm not on their Facebook sites. Uh, I just happened to coach Dave Pennefeather when he was a kid in school. And uh, Matt Wilcox and I go way back. I'm a good friend of his late dad's. And, and uh, so I don't know. Softball team might be having a great year. Uh, I hope everybody is. You know, it's yeah. been a, a tough year. And I give all the kids that play sports a lot of credit for dodging all the obstacles to make it work. So go bees. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, thanks mayor for the time um, today. And um, I guess we'll talk again in two weeks and we'll see, you know, if anything's happened in the village, see how the farmer's market's going. I'm kind of excited for that and, and the yoga. Um, we did our first thing at HHC where we threw some things out that were happening in June as a test run. So, you know, now for July, we can add the farmer's market. We can add the yoga. Um, Again, email out to Canton Woods. We just wanted to kind of do a test run to see what the layout was going to be before we got bombarded with with too many things. So we got some great response back on that. So if anybody's watching this, um, you know, if you have something coming up on July, I know that um, a couple grand openings are happening. People want to get back into the ribbon cutting if that's possible. So I think I think July and August is going to be amazing for the village with activity. So looking forward to it. And I guess the deli is back up and running and going great. And yeah, that's good to hear. Um, and I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said I, I really have been very proud of our, particularly our restaurants, for how they have gotten through the pandemic. Um, very unusual things they had to do to try to stay ahead of the curve, and it, it appears that it worked for at least most of them, the ones that I've talked to, and uh, they continue to thrive. I, I went yesterday. I went through town, and uh, I don't know. It was about three o'clock. And all the tables outside Angry Garlic were full. Oh yeah. At three o'clock in the afternoon. So that's pretty cool. I yeah. think it was three, two, maybe yeah, two, three o'clock, somewhere in the mid mid afternoon. And I thought that's not lunch and that's not supper. <laughs> People are smart enough. If I'm going to go eat at Angry Garlic or any of the other restaurants, and I want to sit outside, I'm going to pick a time in between the big meals, hoping that there won't be as many people. Yeah. Well, I will say you need a res. You need to start calling for reservations at these places. We stopped at the Angry Garlic um, at five, and we couldn't get a table until eight thirty on it. No, it was a weekend, I think. Yeah, it was definitely a weekend. And so we went, ended up going to another restaurant and stopping back at the Angry Garlic on our way back through. But um, but we call that middle period at my house dunch. When I tell my kids we're eating dunch, that means they're getting lunch or dinner. They're not getting both. <laughs> so which one are they wanting? <laughs> it is pretty cool though. How how people have fit into the schedule and understand mm -hmm. how the restaurants are going. And every once in a while, I hear somebody make a stupid complaint. Excuse yeah. me for saying stupid. Um, but when you realize what people have had to go through, and some people have not had their workers come back. I mean, I see signs all over Facebook. You know, um, I've heard that Dunkin' Donuts, uh, somebody, they were talking about the traffic at Dunkin' Donuts. And what, somebody said one of the issues is they don't have enough people to work. So they're closing the door and only doing drive-through yes. at certain times. Yes. Well, that means your drive-through traffic backs up, and guess what? They're out on Genesee Street waiting to come in, and now they're blocking traffic. Um, 
So and that, 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 happened, that happened a lot in my travels. We stopped somewhere to get something to eat and got to the door and there was a sign that said due to low employees um, during this time frame, only drive through is open. And that was like a Wendy's. There was, you know, another coffee place that we stopped. So it's not just here in Beeville. That's pretty much across our country. That low shortage is uh, is causing some, but at least they're staying open and people are still going and, you know, so. Yeah. So somebody's making some money. That's, <laughs> That's always right. good. Yep. Thanks, y'all. Right. Enjoy your two weeks if I don't see you out and about somewhere. But um, thanks again, Mayor. Bye. Okay, thank you.